Welcome into Leafs Lunch on TSN 1050. It's Julia Tasheri, Luca Celebre, with me for the day. My buddy AB on his, uh, I don't know, he's got a stamp card going with cruises, and every 10 he goes on, he gets one free. So I think he's on the freebie right now. But we've got Nick Alberga on the phone right now, host of Leafs Morning Take for the Leafs Nation Network. How's it going, Nick? That was a tremendous transition, Julia. Thanks for having me. And yeah, I got AB over on Instagram. I'm, I'm looking forward to trekking his vacation here. His his vacation posts are out of control. And when you're really lucky, you get on the on the Instagram video. Like he'll send you the Instagram videos as a Snapchat, which is a hilarious way to use Instagram DMs. I'll add. And those videos are out of control. So look forward to those upcoming. I have to I have to give him props too. Like if there's a time to take a vacation, it's right now, right? Because the mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. have, what, 18 games remaining. There's not much to be decided outside of home ice with Tampa. So smart, smart play by AB here. I, I respect it. I respect it so much. <laughs> like, Especially like you mentioned, these last 18 games are just going to feel like such a, such a drag. But last night's was really entertaining. Yeah. Like, I, I loved watching it. And um, we, we've kind of highlighted that the Leafs have just had some success against the Devils. They can't beat the Coyotes, mm-hmm. but they can sure beat those yeah. Devils. What do you think they match up, or why do you think, rather, they match up so well against New Jersey? Or is it something that maybe we're reading a little too much into? Well, firstly, I think it's hilarious, um, and I, I was saying this to Jay Rosehill earlier today on Leafs Morning Take, that I think Devils fans are rapidly ascending, uh, ascending atop my most hated list in the league in terms <laughs> of annoyance and just complaining about everything. Like, remember that game in November where they had three overturned goals and, like, the league was against them, and then last night it continued on, the inadvertent help elbow on Miles Wood, and they went crazy. Like, what's going on here? So... Um, I think it was interesting, too. I had a nice little back and forth with a Devils fan on Twitter yesterday, um, just simply stating that the Leafs are 10-0-1 in the last 11 games you mentioned against New Jersey, and this guy came back with the old 1967 joke. It's like, dude, whatever. And then my response I thought was great. I'm like, Sam Lafferty, yes, Sam Lafferty, shut down Jack Hughes, Timo Meyer, and Jesper Bratt, so take that. But to answer your question, um, I do think it's because the Devils play the same type of style as the Leafs. Um, you know, for the most part, outside of the first period where I thought they were really peppered, I thought they played sheltered, they played grounded. They played like a team that were missing two absolute studs in John Tavares and Ryan O'Reilly. And I think uh, they love that back-against-the-wall type of, pro- of approach. I mean, we saw it back in November, and we saw it again yesterday. So that's probably the best way I would equate it. They just have their number, and... It happens a lot in this league, sadly. Yeah, that's honestly a good way to describe the Devils fan base. They got a little bit of that little brother syndrome, being the smallest uh-huh. team in that area. They they might be they might be a little whiny, Nick. You might be onto something there. Uh, but the win last night, they're without two of their top three centermen. It's the end of a grueling road trip. They pull out the win. Like, how would you just describe the effort last night? Um, impressive, honestly. I, I thought it was a gutsy victory. Again, um, the, the odds were stacked against them. I think it's important to note, too, that it was a dreaded first game back after a three-game Western swing as well for the New Jersey Devils. So I didn't think they, they were quite themselves. But, I mean, to shut down Jack Hughes, I think is really, really impressive. He's had an unbelievable year. I thought it was a tough night for Timo Meyer, yeah. But I think... You know, some of the depth guys at Toronto deserve a lot of credit. Like Sam Lafferty, I thought, was outstanding yesterday. And, you know, in general, that Yarn Croak Lafferty Nylander line brought it. And Nylander continues to impress me by the game. He's been an epic story. Um, as Johnny said on the broadcast, I thought Matthews and Marner were hunting all night. They, they were all over the puck. And I think it was well-deserved. It was the hockey gods raining down on them to score that game-winning goal on the power play late. I thought Achari brought something. I thought Aston Reese was really, really good. 
Michael Bunting. Um, I'm not sure enough is being said about the impact Jake McCabe has, yeah. has has made on this team through four games. I think I was reading last night he hasn't been on for a goal against yet. I know it's a small sample size, but considering some of the teams they've played like the last week, it's it's pretty damn impressive. So you can't help but be optimistic about what this team is putting together. But that's my major takeaway is, is Samsonov was able to weather that storm, obviously getting a bit dinged up there in, in the warm-up playing and playing really, really good. And, and more of the depth guys really, really standing up, which is great to see. You mentioned so many names that I think we wanted to talk to you about. So let's yeah. start with Lafferty then, because we I know uh, Julia was kind of talking about the line. You look at it. It was a joke throw. line. And then I was like, damn, <laughs> the joke is kind of good. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. So like, it's, yeah. are these injuries, uh, you, you never want to see injuries in your top six. But at the same time, when you see a guy like Lafferty step up in that, in that moment, is this kind of a silver lining to be like, okay, we can kind of use this guy in different situations. He's not just a bottom six guy when um, when everyone kind of comes back and is healthy yeah put it this way he's likely Irish but I would invite him to any uh, in semi Italian party ever and nice. give him <laughs> bountiful shots of, of lemoncello whatever the guy wants because you're so right with that assessment like it was the joke line we talked about it yesterday I'm like here's your juicy Sam Lafferty but it is a pretty damn good pickup uh, certainly buried on a team like Chicago has really really struggled throughout this season but like yeah they showed me something yesterday and I I think it just speaks to professionalism like they weren't joking I'm sure about that they weren't laughing about being the second line yeah. I thought Yarncroke's been a great story this season and a value buy for them uh, in free agency you put Lafferty in the middle like the thing I would add too is like how quickly Lafferty has ascended in terms of the uh, good books of Sheldon Keith, if you will. I know they were limited in terms of center options yesterday, but there's some other guys who probably could have logged a bit more than him and they didn't because of what Lafferty's put together early on. And obviously this team has, has been after him for a while. Um, you know, I think he's really, really reliable defensively, and he's got a motor to him, which is great to see, too. Yeah, we're with Nick Alberger right now, the host of Leafs Morning Take. And of all those new guys, I guess we'll leave Ryan O'Reilly out of it because he's the obvious answer. But of all the new additions at the deadline, Nick, who do you think game translates the best to the postseason? Uh, it's a good question. I'm going to go with Noel Achari. Um, I said it at the time, and I'm sticking with it. I think that was like the hidden gem. Uh, pickup of this deadline for the Maple Leafs. I just love, love the way he commands the game from a physical aspect, especially in that bottom six. And we're not going to get into the debate of analytics against eye tests. That's what I'm here, not here to do. But I think he brings that sort of variable and the intangible you need to have a winning ingredient, if you will, in the Stanley Cup playoffs. I like guys that drag you into the fight, like even Luke Shen, what he's put forth in a couple games so far with this team. Because uh, the well's going to run dry. Like, the ice is going to dry up, uh, you know, and we saw it in the first half of last night's game. That's why I wonder about the New Jersey Devils when the games become real and you can't win these crazy 6-5 hockey games. How are they going to react? Who's going to score that big-time goal? And I think a guy like Nola Chari is a perfect example of, of a player who could be that guy who scores the big-time goal. Like, we just had Devontae Smith-Tully on our show earlier today, and if you do recall, 2018 Stanley Cup champion with the Washington Capitals, but he scored seven goals in that cup run for the Washington Capitals, and he was sort of an X-factor for that team. So we were debating on the show today who could be an X-factor for this team moving forward in the postseason. I think Noel Chari is, is a perfect example of a guy who could be. 
Yeah, he's been fun to watch. I feel like he's just a lot faster than I thought he was. Mm-hmm. And you don't watch a lot of Blues games out, out in this market, obviously, right? But like yeah. these guys always kind of surprise you when they come into Toronto and they look like these under-the-radar moves and they, they turn out to be pretty important pieces and, um, like you said, kind of a playoff guy. You mentioned Jake McCabe as well. Just what has stood out to you about his game maybe something that surprised you if i mean he's another guy that like you said chicago maybe not the best spot to analyze someone's game especially this season but just what has he brought in your eyes to this leafs decor that maybe they didn't have before he arrived i think it's physicality honestly and i think right away we're jumping to conclusions we're looking for somebody to pretty much fill the void left by jake muzzin especially in terms of leadership especially in terms of like you know that defensive-minded type guy and I think so far so good on the McCabe front. Like you're right. I watch a lot of hockey. I watched a lot of Hawks games earlier this season. Did I notice much of Jake McCabe? I mean, probably not. Um, I think in this look where he's a bit more insulated, obviously on this blue line, I think he's going to stand out a bit more. I think he's shown some good signs early on. And I didn't remember how physical this guy was. Like he plays with an edge. He plays with bite. And again, we're not going to have this conversation about puck possession and all that jazz. You need those types of players to be successful in the Stanley Cup playoffs. And I do think he brings a bit of that edge that they're missing with Jake Muzzin that you need in the postseason. Uh, Somebody, not that he's not going to headhunt, but he's going to play physical and and make it be known every shifter out there, whether it's Kucherov, whether it's Stamkos, whether it's Point, you know, Lister, Tampa Bay Lightning, it's going to be a tough shift for you. And eventually you're going to wear down a bit. Um, So, I think he brings that type of look, which I think is greatly needed. Yeah, he is no fun to play against, and they need that on their blue line. Uh, and we'll stay back there on the blue line for a second, Nick. Morgan Riley, I thought, got it back on the rails alongside Timothy Lilligren last night. W- where are you at yeah. with Morgan Riley? We haven't had a, a Mo check-in with you, and I feel like he's been a hot topic in the city. Where are you at with who his ideal D partner is? And, and at the same time, does it bother you that we're talking about who's going to fix Morgan Riley when, when he's the guy locked in for a whole bunch of years and a whole bunch of money back there? It's funny, like, I, I'm never one shy to give my opinion. The one guy the one guy I won't rip openly is Morgan Riley. I just love what this guy He's a prince, done. he is. He's a long-standing yeah, like leave. He's, he's been around for some exactly, terrible days. Like, like, I don't want to rip the guy either. Yep. And he's marrying a princess. Like, they're the perfect yeah. couple. And I just <laughs> they think are Ken's first couple. <laughs> like, they are. Like, it's just, it's, it's tough because you see him play the way he has this year, and it hasn't been good. You look back at the injury. On top of that, you look at Toronto statistics without Morgan Riley, but... He's like the perfect example of somebody you take for granted, then they're no longer with you, and you're like, damn, why didn't I you know, appreciate what they brought to the table? Having said that, there's a lot of race track, as we know, remaining in this season. I think that's one of the things, uh, from the least perspective, outside of, like, let's make sure nobody gets injured here, is like Morgan Riley, Kenny Mietic cooking. And I think he's a perfect example of a guy of, you, you rack up a couple points, it goes to your legs. Like, to me, he's never been that defensive stalwart. I think he's a guy who can be an in-between guy who at moments can have some moments where he's like really, really strong defensively. I thought for the most part against a really, really speedy Devils team, I think he showed you know, what he can bring to the table last night. I think they'll do their best to shelter him, but I think it goes without saying if the Leafs are going to do anything substantial this spring, they need a, you know, a Morgan Riley very similar to what we saw in his contract here and then beyond after signing that contract, I believe, last November. I thought he was outstanding, and a big part of his game is production. Like if if Morgan Riley's putting up points, nobody's really talking about him defensively, but unfortunately he hasn't done much on the power play five on five. So that's, I, I think, you know, lighting this fire a bit more. But I got faith in the guy. Again, I just love his commitment to this city. 
And again, I think he could be an X factor for this team come the postseason. We're talking with Nick Alberga, host of the Leafs Morning Take for the Leafs Nation. Do you have faith in Ilya Samsonov? Because I feel like, I don't know if you have, have talked about this debate yet. It's uh, a hot topic at TSN right now. It Nick. really is. It's Game all Carlo starter. and Aaron Kralnick's fault. <laughs> they they are of the opinion, I don't know if you've heard any of this yet, but they're of I the opinion. Yeah. yeah. Okay, so they think that... Matt Murray is going to be the starter game one. The only reason he won't be the starter is if he's unavailable. And you know what? O-Dog actually agreed with him the other day. And me and AB are like, what are we, young and foolish? We're the only two people at this network that, that think that Samsonov's going to start game one? I'm with you there. I, I think, like, if... If I had to make the decision, I'd go with him too. But who, You can understand where they're coming from because I believe the Leafs coming into the season probably hoped that Murray was going to be their starter in the playoffs, yeah. but it just doesn't look like that's the case right now, Nick. Yeah, I was just going to look over at Hockey DB who played for the Sault Ste. Marie Greyhounds. Who did. Uh, that's <laughs> right. probably my answer. Hey, they tra- uh, traded Sandine. It's over. <laughs> exactly. It, 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 the pipeline's over. You're so right. Um, you know, I think it's so fascinating. I even joked a couple months back with Jay Rose, former Leaf, that maybe they should do a bit of a timeshare. I mean, that's not really going to be a thing, but you look at the body of work, the numbers of Ilya Samsonov specifically on home ice. Um, you know, I'll, I'll answer this by saying, very, very likely we see both goalies play. At least two of these guys play in that first round against Tampa. I just think that's the way things are trending, not just with the Leafs, but other teams around this league. Maybe notwithstanding Tampa, you're going to see Vasilevsky uh, very likely every minute. Series. Um, I, I see where they're coming from when it comes to Matt Murray, but there's a lot of checklist items I need to see before I'm ready to announce him as my game one starter. You know, among them being like the last 18 games, can he stay healthy? I always like to bring up, I was in the alumni suite a couple, uh, January 27th, I think it was, with Jay Rosehill. The Ottawa Senators are in town. I'm excited to see Matt Murray. I love revenge. I love that angle. I show up for the anthem. And your boy's wearing a ball cap on the bench. Shut and up. You were there? I didn't <laughs> yeah. realize you were there. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's, exactly. And I see Ilya Samsonov out there and Buddy's in the ball cap on the bench. I, I just think he's really, really unreliable. I think he's shown flashes where he can be a really, really strong netminder, and people are going to bring up the resumes, one, two Stanley Cups. I get it. So I understand where they're coming from, but I think the, 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 the stronger sample size to me has been Ilya Samsonov. But again, we'll see how it translates down the stretch. There's still a, a bunch of games left, right? All right. Yeah, totally. Okay, we'll let you go on this one, Nick, and it's kind of like a philosophical question. The Tampa Bay mm-hmm. Lightning, they, they beat the... The Flyers last night, when you're on a slide, all you got to do is play the Flyers and hopefully you can get them back on the rails. So they had a nice moment last night. Do you feel any differently about the Leafs-Tampa first-round series now than you did, say, five months ago when we first figured out that they were probably going to play one another once again in the first round? Well, firstly, as an Italian, I think we should renounce Anthony D'Angelo after what he did last year. Oh, he's done. He's done in this town. Yeah, yeah. Shocking him and the Al's brothers. Like, what are you doing? Um, Secondly, (laughs) to answer your question, um, probably not. Um, We talked about this on the NHL Fantasy on Ace podcast the other day about Tampa. Do I feel any differently about them? No, I don't. They do this every year. The sky's not falling. Uh, you know, I think it was curious to see that there was their five game, their first five game winless kit since 2014. Having said that, there's just so many gamers on that roster, right? And and to me, you talk about the goaltending. I don't care if it's Joseph Ball. I don't care if it's uh, Eric Schalgren, Matt Murray, Ilya Samsonov, Michael Hutchinson, who's back in the league, by the way, with the Columbus Blue Jackets. You're taking on Mariano Rivera, and that is what I call 
Andre Vasilevsky. This guy is just onions when it matters most in the Stanley Cup playoffs, and the resume speaks for itself. So, to me, no, the, the conversation is not any different. At the end of the day, they're going to need that big-time goal when, you know, effectively they could have Tampa on the ropes and know that the best shot is coming. But, to, like, it's going to be interesting because there's going to be so much, you know, there's going to be a bout of scrutiny and adversity in that series, and I'm so curious to see if the Leafs can overcome that finally. Yeah, it, it feels like, I said to AB the other day, even if they're up 3 nothing, I still probably won't mm-hmm. feel good about it in the series. So it's going to take yeah. a win to make me a believer. But, but Nick, we appreciate you taking the time, and uh, we hope you can stop by again soon. My pleasure. Thanks for having me. Take care. Thank you. Nick Alberga, he hosts the Leafs Morning Take for the Leafs Nation alongside Jay Rosehill, another beauty.